Welcome, non-pro listening audience, to another Geektoberfest episode. This is going to be a quick one, hopefully. We're going to talk about our favorite Halloween traditions. We'd like to say, make a comeback. That's right. And who's we, you ask? Oh, no one's asked that? Literally no one cares? All right, then. Let's just start talking. You know, Halloween has been around for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Uh, No, you don't say. What's that? Is that your lame segue into the uh, the, the the haunted history? uh... Here's the history of Halloween. Uh, Basically, once upon a time, people used to believe in this crap, right? Pagans. By the way, you there at home should be be imagining the Monster Mash playing underneath. Oh, yeah, because we cannot afford the rights to that song, so we're not going to bet it. Nope. Um, No. Yeah, so the origins of Halloween, it started off as a a traditional festival to celebrate the harvest, right? The end of October, beginning of November. November 1st was Celtic New Year. Yep. And that is the ancient origins of Halloween. It's been modified even in the old world. I mean, Romans kind of try to make it more in sync with their they festive their holidays. They had Romans, yeah, the Catholics have they came added in their as, own as little As far spins. as I'm concerned, the Catholics are Roman or something like that. They're basically all Italians, Roman, yeah, is what okay. we're saying. Italians and Irish people ruined Halloween. World. Italian. And ah. also made Halloween. And the, yeah. the idea of Halloween that we kind of know now in modern America, maybe got to start in the mid-19th century, really. Looking actually about a hundred years of Halloween as we would recognize it today. Right, right. And like even the, the early Halloween, 1900s. And the Halloween we recognize today is a lot different than it it was even 10, 20 years ago. Oh, so yeah. this is going to be a little nostalgia trip for us. We're each going to take a turn describing one Halloween tradition we really want to see get revitalized and brought back in the aughts. No, the aughts was the last decade. What decade is this? The teens? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think right. so, because what was 2012? That's a 12. 12 is in the teen. If you know, leave a comment on this podcast. And or ridicule it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny you're bringing up the, the history and everything and like all that other stuff about how the amalgamation of like all of these different cultures kind of like eventually mm-hmm. spat out this holiday. It is the melting pot of holidays is what I just coined it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and no. I, I kind of am though. looking back on um, when it was like the All Saints Day or the All Hallows Eve and whatnot. And back in that time um people would make like these sweet treats like these sort of like uh some cinnamon bun-esque kind soul of stuff. cakes yeah oh yeah soul cakes. all right and they would um and you know young adults or homeless people would come around and they would trade prayers like praying for the family to get food from them get these uh these sweet treats and like that would just be something that they would did and then everyone would just go around and it- you know what i find really interesting about that and uh, to get a little political for a moment uh, so it started off with people making like desserts for their for the ghosts, right? You feed the ghosts so that they would leave you alone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like these supernatural things that had no, or even for the dead, right? You made yeah. these pastries, you put them on your doorstep, it rotted, it was a waste. Good on the church for trying to convert that up and saying, hey, let's make soul cakes and feed people to pray for your ancestors. I think that's pretty progressive of the church. No, I totally yeah. agree. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give sure, one sure. point to church. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, Do not throw your food away. Pray it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, I, th- I think we should bring that back. I think that That's we should. cool. I think we should allow people, like young adults and adults, to go trick-or-treating again. What? Okay. So, I get it. I see what's happening I want to go out and get free candy. Yeah. Again. Yeah. 
All right. I feel like I feel like this needs to come back, and we need to allow um, we need to allow adults to get dressed up in costumes and knock on people's doors. Well, you made that sound fantastic. It's like yeah. five bucks for a bag of candy, dude. You can yeah. just buy Seriously. candy. Why it's, would you? It's not the same. Why not just it go out on November first? No, it's no. Not. You can go on November first and get all of the candy you want for half. But price. it's not that is the same. adults trick or treating. Is going out to like uh, Target and whatever and buying all the Halloween stuff. Yeah, at but you cheap, know what? Late. Thanks to Halloween City and Spirit Halloween and other Halloween chains, that's evaporating. It is. It is. They're just holding on to their Halloween stash until next year. It's hard for you to buy like makeup and costumes and stuff cheap. Although if you go to the big box stores, you probably can. But um, yeah, you can get great deals on monster cereal. If you just hang out at Target late enough, 25 cents a box of cereal, eating it well into the new year. Yeah, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was uh, almost a, a wonderful thing to say, Al, although you spoiled it at the end. <laughs> Let's talk about the two things you brought up. One is the uh, soul cakes and the whole religious aspect to Halloween. I uh, I would say, like, I would the I like the idea of, like, a Day of the Dead kind of, yeah. you know, looking back at your the people who've become deceased Come deceased recently. I think there <laughs> could be came that way. That's yeah. the way. That's the way you refer to it. There could be a cool way of doing this where it's just on the edge of gothic weirdness, but still kind of reverent. I like that idea. As for your separate idea, completely of adults trick or treating, you know, there's nothing to stop you. You can do that <laughs> besides social stigma. You know, so he's being oppressed. You are. You are. It is. Uh, it's thanks, Obama. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess that's something. Anybody else have uh, something ridiculous that yeah, they like to bring up? Yeah, I could talk about something even more ridiculous than that somehow. Uh, when I was looking up ideas of old, uh, old uh, concepts and stuff to do for Halloween, because I didn't do a whole lot for Halloween as a kid that I don't do now, mm. uh, I found a game that people used to play back in the, the 1940s. That's what I'm talking about, games. All oh, right, yeah. so traditional games. Mm. What traditional game you want to bring you know, back? Monopoly? There is a lot of those old, like, traditional kind of young adult games trying to figure out who you're going to marry, but I think I found the best one, uh, which is basically you get a pie tin, right? You get a uh-huh. pie tin, you follow me. Uh, you get a bunch of flour, mm-hmm. and then you get a bunch of, uh, you get, like, little strips of paper, and, and you write you down... No, 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 I'm not there oh, yet. Okay, we sorry. will make a pie. Ooh. Oh, cool. all right. I'm, sort of. I'm in now. You're going to write down on these pieces of paper, uh, you're going to write down some some really interesting um, kind of charms. Uh, or in other games I read, they would uh, just include a name in there. Uh, and basically, you pack the pie tin filled with flour, just flour, and these little paper charms, uh, and you get it real, real tight, and then you flip it over onto a table, and everybody has to cut out a slice. You know, you pick your slice, and then, uh, I'm not kidding, you have to fish out the piece of paper with your teeth. All right. So and you're just that's the wolfing game. down a flower. A flower. This sounds like a YouTube video. Like, I just <laughs> want to like imagine. Some, some, like, Victorian ass. I could just imagine a bunch of 20-year-olds in 1930 covered with flour in their best finery, just... Choking, like, dying. YouTube should be here for this. All right. And what would happen if you win? Like, you, what do you win? No, everybody wins because you find the charms. There's like a bunch of totally them in there. You the should all just find a charm and pluck it out with your teeth. And that's that's it. That's the entire game. And if it's that's a, it. And if it's a name, it's supposed to be the person you married. Yeah, kind of supposedly. Deal. So well, keep in mind, this is like your entire entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, you can't even turn around and say, you know, screw this. I'm, I'm going to go in the corner and read the book because mm. you've already read the book. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could read the book at all. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've noticed that a lot of um, early Halloween traditions do seem to ev- involve looking for the name of your true love mm-hmm. and then either baking it in a pie or slathering it with pie filling or tying it to an apple and then throwing it through someone's window. It's it's very tedious. My favorite ones involve fire. Oh, the w- or like melting yep. wax. Melting wax. Yeah. Which Walnuts I, and just, with candles in them. Mm, oh. Bonfires in general. Bonfires should come back. So I have absolutely no interest in having this tradition come back. Is this going to be one of those <laughs> podcasts where everything is ironic? Where uh, we're like, oh, here's a bunch I'm, of things I, that I want to say, I'm dead serious. Uh, I want to get some flour pie. I'll do it right now. Right here, you right do now. The, Let's so, do it. Let's right. do flour garbage. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to see us do a stupid YouTube video where we all do flour pie. <laughs> oh, God, let's do it. Just leave flour. a comment and we will flower pie. And that better be the next thing that like local news catches up, like picks up on and says, today's generation in flower pie, <laughs> run amok. Please tell us to do this. Soak the flour with vodka first and then inhale it. Or combine it with, uh, with, with 80s trends and instead of flour, use cocaine. Yeah. Right. Oh, that, well, yeah. good times. Then we'll all Suddenly be, uh, we're all more interested. Now yeah. we what? all do get a prize. <laughs> what is flower pine and how is it hurting today's youth? Yeah, that sounds like well, a local cocaine, news be real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Very Tonight good. at 11. All right. So I was hoping for something a little bit more uh, genuinely nostalgic. Absolutely that not. would actually come from our, you know, uh, personal experiences. Oh, uh, yeah. When I was a little kid, uh, I used to... Uh, take my little blue blanket and just kind of go hang out in the pumpkin patch on Halloween night and wait for the great pumpkin to come out. So I'd love to see that come back. All right. All right. Let's just dial this back. Okay. That was that was 100% the, the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I feel like this exercise was undermined from the very beginning you know by what? everyone. You know what? I, could, I, I think I can save this because I can. I, I, that reminds me of another thing, a, a tradition from our childhood that has seemingly evaporated uh, over the most recent years. Do you remember when Halloween was like a big deal on TV? Yes, I remember that a lot. I remember, I I think a lot of you kids here at the table are thinking of like... This is the accurate level of old manism I wanted from this podcast. Go, go, man, go. Uh, I'm going to get older. Mm -hmm. Don't don't mark my words. Uh, Before the Family Channel was doing their 31 days of Halloween or whatever, 13, I don't care how they do it. Right, right. and it it wasn't just relegated to one basic cable channel. It was everywhere. It was on all the broadcast networks, and you would have, you know, ABC, actual ABC advertising, uh, you know, the Halloween specials, almost the same way they do Christmas now. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like even Christmas has getting kind of dialed back. It is. Yeah, it I, is. I think this is all about the like the cable networking of America, where like there are so many different options for you to watch that everything kind of just spread out. Same thing yeah. happened like Saturday morning cartoons, in my opinion. So, and yeah. they're gone now. Yeah, but no, everything. You're right, Pete. Everything used to have Halloween specials, right? All the Nickelodeon shows had Halloween specials, and around mm-hmm. uh, Halloween they'd show them. Um, ABC used to do their movies, right? They yeah. used to do the the Saturday Night Movie or whatever. Those would always be Halloween related, generally like Disney Disney Halloween yeah. movies. Um, yeah, Disney's no Halloween treat. 
Yeah. I remember that. No, that would be uh, that that would be amazing. I feel like we're totally lacking in like that kind of like fun holiday television now. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, what what do people do? Go outside and actually trick or treat? And and Frank, Frank, help me out with this one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember contests? Contests. Like TV contests. Yes, I remember this. They 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 do it on like Nickelodeon yep, and usually like the the non uh, network affiliate uh, broadcast networks. Can you give me an example? I no. I like barely <laughs> remember this. It's like it's like Candle Cove. Oh jeez. Uh, but. It's so I, I I don't remember what you would win, but you would either have to call in or write in or like go to go to your neighborhood McDonald's and get a slip of paper. No, and mail I, it I in remember these. I remember these, especially oh. at Pizza Hut, when you would get like um, these weird. Like I remember we talking about like you would win these like weird Halloween esque prizes if you went over to Pizza Hut and like the trick or treating stuff. Like there were contests, there were, and like at other places, like at McDonald's, like he's talking about. I think that's also related to the the cable television yeah. in yeah. America yeah. because like you don't have local channels anymore, exactly. so you don't have local promotions. But I mean, also the thing about television, like I'm remembering back in the day when there used to be tons of horror films on. That just that's not really a thing throughout the entire month anymore. Like I, I remember watching like Turner Classic Movies and all these other like like TNT um, and all these other like networks where like they would just play some of the old classic horror films and even the Hammer films some places. And that's where I would catch them and see them. And see, I'm having a little bit of dissonance here because I know that I saw a lot of like there. Not only is it the ABC Family, which is a new network now, I can't remember the name of it, but like the 13 Days of Halloween and occasionally like the 31 Days of Halloween or whatever. Mm. Like I know those exist, but I also know that they somehow feel less like they're significant. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's just that how these movies are also played all year long as well. In some cases, like there's a difference between a Halloween movie and a scary movie. Yeah, right. But and it, I think when yeah. scary movies are on all the time, Halloween movies get seem to have less impact. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. like, but there were like genuine like horror films that weren't just like you know Michael Myers. Like although that is taken out on Halloween, but like you know like Dracula, Frankenstein. Yeah, that, that would show up. Classic you know? horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's the problem. I also want to see trick or treating come back, like real. <laughs> trick-or-treating like at night you know without having parents hovering over the kids you know and real consequences you don't give good treats you're gonna get your house egged or tp'd or something Mm -hmm. yeah has anybody ever had the problem where your neighborhood reschedules trick-or-treating without actually telling anybody well, I think all of New Jersey did after Hurricane Sandy. Well, yeah. But that was fair. I yeah. mean, that, there was a hurricane. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but not being told about it is a different thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's true. No one really makes an effort to inform about that. Yeah. I, well, see, I, I, uh, I spent my Halloweens down in South Jersey in Tom's River, uh, which has the second largest Halloween parade in the United States. Mm. Uh, and for years... The tradition has always been that you actually go trick-or-treating on the 30th so that everyone can go to the parade on the 31st. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's just like this it's this unspoken community agreement. You know, it's not like it's officially, there's anybody that officially sanctions when trick-or-treating so happens. So where do you do your goosey night? Huh? I don't care if any of you know what that word means. Goosey night? Goosey yeah. night. Mischief night. Goosey yeah. night. Oh, okay. Eh. It's goosey night. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I know. I use the proper That's English. That's the correct term. Uh, when do you guys do that? Also uh, the same day you're trick-or-treating? 
Yeah, pretty much. Oh, all right. Well, I guess that makes Some, you make sure you have candy. Basically, out. punk kids did it whenever. Right. <laughs> that was just cold, uh, destroyed shore town. Is yeah, what it's, cold. it's just it yeah. broken windows philosophy. But yeah, no trick or treating. I'm, I'm sorry, like like trunk or treating, where they get like all these cars, cars in a parking in it, lot, yeah. and you open up your trunks and distribute candy that way. That's just for the week. <laughs> Yeah. Or for people who don't who live like in the country and they it'd be miles between houses. But uh, yeah, all right for the week. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, you know, trick or treating nowadays can be tough. You know, like we don't get a lot of trick or treaters where I am, but like I'm the only apartment complex on a road. Like if you have children in that apartment complex, you're not going to have them trick-or-treat right around there. You're going to bring them to something like a trunk-or-treat or, you know, a place where you know that the trick-or-treating is better. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily think people aren't doing it. It's just where, you know, we can tend to afford to live these days. Every year no, I hear no. another report of, like, another sad thing coming out from trick-or-treating, including, like, kids having to go to, like, better neighborhoods to get better candy and then getting chased out of those, not literally chased out, but, like, kind of pressured out by the people in that neighborhood. I've overheard conversations of from people in affluent neighborhoods saying, well, I mean, it's not fair because, you know, this candy is for our kids, which is the meanest, yes. like, stupidest I, I've seen I've, that so much. I, I it's so, so mean. I mean, that's total whining, and but that's part of that is on the kids. Wait, what? How? Huh? Huh? Uh, no. The, it, it's the kid's job to figure out a way to sneak into that neighborhood and get the candy, <laughs> you know, surreptitiously without them knowing. See, Pete's thinking of a kind of a Spartan way of looking at child rearing. <laughs> at one point, you have to kill your first man to <laughs> get away with it. No, and that's case how in you know. point, have you, have you heard about the Teal Pumpkin Project? No. The Teal Pumpkin Project encourages families to put a teal-colored pumpkin on their front porch to let children with food allergies know that they have non-food treats available. Huh. Interesting. Okay. That, that was going to be the thing I wanted to bring back. Non-food treats. Yeah. No. I mean this unironically. Like, like, like razors in the apples. Th- th- that would be good. Nope. Not food. Oh. Apples aren't food either. <laughs> P may have gone too far the other no, no. way. <laughs> no, no. See, here's the thing. For children with or without allergies, Halloween has... Always been, and in my mind, should always be about taking your life into your own hands. All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. If you're not doing something that puts your life uh. in direct and real jeopardy, or if you take any ex- extraordinary precautions, you are not doing Halloween correctly. That's an interesting viewpoint. Yes, your maximum feeling of safety should be at a level no higher than I'll probably be fine, or what's the worst that could happen? Wow. Interesting. So this uh, entire podcast has been a big mistake. Um, <laughs> so but, Pete, yeah, Pete will be in the attendance at the next Hunger Games. I see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, here. So need another Vietnam thin out there. Right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, we do not need that at all. Okay. Uh, I was, uh, I think, non, one of my fondest, oh God, one of my fondest uh, Halloween memories, why am I muscling through this, uh, <laughs> was actually getting a non, non-food treat. I actually think kids with food allergies, definitely, it, it hurts, it doesn't hurt you to have other options for them, and my best memory was getting, I believe it was comic books uh, from a person who was doing magic tricks at their door. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I loved cool. getting 
uh, Chinese finger traps were right. always the best. What kind of lonely forties? <laughs> <laughs> I liked getting. I liked getting. I, I have to defend this here. I liked getting non-food treats. Right? Love we didn't like tubes keeping of toothpaste. Well, we didn't like keeping a lot stacks of stacks of pennies wrapped up in tissues, so my, it looked like a ghost. My father was uh, uh, popcorn balls. First off, you would wrap That's the. Food. You would totally that wrap is not the, food. If you have ever had a popcorn ball, you could, ball, you would know. It's not food. Also, you totally wrap the lollipops in to make them look like ghosts. But no, it, you know, we didn't keep want to keep a lot of candy around because my father was a type one diabetic, and it was cool to be able to share some of that stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, the rubber honest, fangs, the little yeah, spider things uh, that were terrible, candy, wax fangs. Candy after a couple of weeks it wears out its welcome, but you know. Cool trinkets, you know. There's a box of those that I still play of, with. Big fan of trinkets. You know, in de- I got to say, in defense of trunk or treating, my brother is disabled, and so getting him around large neighborhoods was always a nightmare. And also, whenever we would go to a door, he would get confused and want to go inside. So it was always kind of a nightmare because then everybody would be really uncomfortable with you, and you have to explain what's going on. And Jason's like, "Why are we not?" Going inside. I want to mm-hmm. go play. I want to meet these people. Yep. When yep. we went trunk or trading, it was easy. You have to walk five feet. He's not going to climb into someone else's car because he understands that. Real simple stuff. He gets his candy. He plays some games. We have a great time and we go home without him getting tired out. It was a great experience. And I think trunk or trading is a great, great thing, especially for kids who don't have a lot of money. I, I think that's also completely valid. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that Halloween isn't that bad after all. It's, it's pretty good as the way it is. <laughs> but I do have one one minor complaint, and this time I'm being absolutely serious. I would like Halloween to be less scary, less gross. Huh. I'll so this, the gross. This what? is not a moral panic thing. I'm not saying like, oh, the thing of the children, it's too scary, it's too gross. I'm, I'm not saying at all that it's too bad and it, it, it like it's corrupting people this is not this is in no way a moral panic why are there satans everywhere but one of my favorite things about halloween is the 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 kitschiness the trinkets the the aesthetic i like jack-o-lanterns and i like the 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 wax teeth the the <laughs> the, the goofy decorations the vi- bright vibrant costumes yep. all this stuff is really cool to me and somehow, and I think we kind of hit on it when we were talking about horror movies and Halloween movies, the, the drive to be frightened overlapped the drive to celebrate the creepy. So what I'm saying is I want more Nightmare Before Christmas and less Halloween, the 1978 slasher film. You know? Yeah, yeah I agree, I'd agree like, with that. I, there is an aesthetic for Halloween that's genuine, fun, great, a little mysterious and creepy. Like you could face the fact you face your mortality in some way, but it doesn't have to be horror film. And I feel like that's where modern Halloween kind of lo- loses me. I, I got to say, it falls down to like what children think would be scary. You know, the horror movies you saw as a kid that are really, really not so scary now. Those are so much fun, you know, and they're a different kind of horror. And that was fun. For a while there, for a great many years, the Saw films would come out every single Halloween, and that was a weird kind of Halloween tradition that became very integral to the holiday for a little while there, at least here in America. And I don't know, I'm not saying the film in and of itself changed anything, but it was certainly evidence of a change for that holiday. Yeah, so Halloween is essentially now a gritty reboot of what it used to be. Yeah, hey, there's, a, there's a lot more uh, fear, and not in a way that's fun. 
and I guess. And it's not... I'm also not saying that I'm frightened by this new scary Halloween. Mm. Like, it's the scary movies don't scare me. I don't... I'm not worried about the children. It's just, like, it's just not as interesting to me. If you, rem- if you want me to remember a Halloween that I enjoy, there's a big, bright orange jackal... Uh, jackalope, no. Jack-o'-lantern. There isn't a severed body part that's photorealistic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I... That just... There's maybe it's just because the world is seems scarier. We I'd like a, a spooks and goblins Halloween. You yeah. don't see goblins anymore. Yeah, actually, it's true. You don't anymore. Yeah, gotta get some it's, whimsy. They're, they're cu- culturally insensitive. Mm. Mm. World of Warcraft. Ah, I don't know geez. what I'm saying. <laughs> he said World of Warcraft. No, it's a couple of words. Didn't make much sense. You though. know, there was never actually a case of razors and apples. That's not yep. true. No, there was never a, there was never a case of it. The no, it, it, was, case. it was it was never a uh, a stranger. Yeah, never a stranger. Yeah, but it never actually ended up being like there's never a case of a stranger it, poisoning or hurting um, people with like uh, children with razors. Yeah, and well, there was a case with down. cyanide, but there was never razors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even yeah. not even family. And even then, it was it's by the kid's father. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Happy Tragedies, uh, yeah. Trick or treat? Tragedies, trick or treat. Do a yeah. flower cake. Do something that scares you. Like flower cakes. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the non-productive network is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. Thank <laughs> you.